In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was in one of the towns when a man appeared, covered with leprosy. Seeing Jesus, he fell on his face and implored him. Sir, he said, if you want to, you can cure me. Jesus stretched out his hand, touched him and said, Of course I want to, be cured. And the leprosy left him at once. He ordered him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make the offering for your healing as Moses prescribed it, as evidence for them. His reputation continued to grow and large crowds would gather to hear him and to have their sickness cured but he would always go off to the same place where he could be alone and pray. The Gospel of the Law Those who had to observe quarantine due to COVID-19 would understand how painfully isolating those 10 days can be. Yet the determinate end of quarantine was something which motivated the person to endure the experience. He knew that it was not something that would stretch on indefinitely. But that was not the case of lepers. Most understood that leprosy was a death sentence, not just something to be endured for a short period of time, but something which the person had to live with and eventually die from. In the Middle Ages, if a man became a leper, the priest donned his stole and took his crucifix, brought the man into the church, and read the burial service over him. For all purposes, the man was already dead. For all these reasons, the condition of leprosy is a model of sin and its effects. It is a contagious, deliberating disease that corrupts his victim and makes him essentially dead while alive. And it followed that almost universally, society and religious people scorned lepers. Rabbis especially despised lepers and saw them as people under the special judgment of God, deserving no pity or mercy. Nevertheless, this leper came to the Lord and fell on his face and implored him. The Greek verb is proskenein, which is actually used for the worship of gods. This leper prostrated himself before our Lord and worshipped him. His action, his bodily posture, was matched by his humble petition. Sir, if you want to, you can cure me. He worshipped the Lord with his humility, by not demanding, but leaving the request up to the Lord's will. Our Lord then broke all taboos against coming into physical contact with a leper. Instead, he stretched out his hand and touched the leper. There is no need for him to do this, as we know that he, being God is capable of healing with a mere word or command. It was against the law to touch a leper, which made the touch all the more meaningful to the afflicted man. Of course, as soon as the Lord touched this man, he was no longer a leper. Our Lord's touch was also matched by his words, Of course I want to be cured. Our Lord's answer to the leper is also an answer to each of us. We have ever wondered whether God truly hears our petitions and wants to answer them. But the last part of the passage is perhaps the most beautiful and most Catholic of all. Our Lord healed the leper of his illness, and from that point on, 
he was objectively clean. Yet Jesus still instructs him, but go and show yourself to the priest and make the offering for your healing as Moses prescribed it as evidence for them. Why? The leper was healed, wasn't he? What more needed to be done? The leper still needed to be reunited with the community. When the leper is healed by the Lord, he regains not only his physical health, but also his place as a member of the community. While the latter may seem less miraculous to us, it is in fact of greater significance and value. After all, our Lord did not come to save us from leprosy, cancer, COVID-19, or any other physical ailment. If that were the case, our Lord would be a failure. Think about this. Everyone the Lord healed eventually died, and all the flesh the Lord cleansed of leprosy eventually decayed. But the Lord did not come to save us from disease. He came to save us from sin. Sin, like leprosy, isolates us. It separates us from God and from God's people, the church. By saving us from sin, our Lord restores us to communion. The healing miracles he performs are a visible sign of that invisible reality. They are like the sacraments in that regard. When we have been separated from God and the community because of sin, we have a need to be reconciled. God knows we need this, which is why he commands it. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.